0: Welcome to Weaving Your Web, a podcast where we are reclaiming our creative alchemy to find the freedom to weave the webs of our lives from a place of feminine desire, soul truth, and the roaring rivers of wisdom that flow through us all. I am your host, Ashley River, and thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode helps you to tune into more of your own creativity, medicine, and soul's magic. everyone today i want to talk about what it means to remember your way home to remember the true nature of your soul to remember why you're here this concept of home is beyond physical place though i believe that home place is a portal to to remembering in so many different ways but what i mean when i say remembering your way home is to remember your way back to soul to remember your way back to your true nature to where you belong to where you come from we have this really deep core collective wound that has severed us from our true nature that has severed us from a feeling of being at home in the world and this comes from our disconnect from our soul disconnect from source disconnect from the higher power that is within us not outside of us the divinity that we are you know we all are these infinite souls who come here on purpose to live a human experience to to learn to work something out to bring healing to this planet earth is really a planet where souls get to experiment get to create get to experience free will get to learn these really deep lessons and since this is a planet that carries strong polarity you know we're living in quite dark times we're living in a time where it's very hard to see our own light constantly we are being told we're not enough we don't belong here we feel different we don't know why we feel disconnected from our creativity from our power from our soul from our nature from a sense of purpose these are all things that really plague us and because we feel separate from from purpose from soul we feel separate from each other we feel separate from the earth we are actively at war with ourselves with others with the nature around us we've created such limitation and such division that now i really feel that these souls who are here to awaken to be of service to seed more light on the planet there's a sense of urgency of okay time to stand in your medicine and to share what you came here to share and i've seen this reflected in myself and a lot of the clients i've worked with lately where we all feel like we're having another spiritual awakening there's a an awakening to an even truer expression of our divinity an even truer expression of our soul gifts of why we are here of what it is that we're here to to share and this is causing great transformation within the souls who are really being called in right now really being called into destiny and i talk a lot about fate versus destiny and i'll just share again here that fate is something that we experience at the hands of the past fate is repeating the karmic cycles of our ancestors repeating the stories of our family lines it's repeating the patterns of our past lives, fate is something that we are born with. When we come into this life, we have imprints that are stored within us, that are stored as memories and imprints in our lower mind, our in our subconscious. And these things can be like being born into a lineage that has experienced poverty for many, many generations. And so that imprint of lack being stored in your subconscious, in your DNA, it could be something like the witch wound where in a past life you were burned at the stake and it feels like you might die (laughs) anytime you go to express your truth, to share your medicine, to share what you see, what you know that more mystical magical part of you the the wise feminine and it could be just a story that your soul is trying to learn trying to work through wanting to experience and maybe this is something like your soul is wanting to master this lesson of really exerting your willpower and making clear choices around what you want out of life And so we have all these imprints in us at birth, these stories from our ancestors, these beliefs that are encoded in our DNA from our lineage, the lessons that we experienced in past lives, the harm, the trauma that we've experienced both ancestrally and in our past soul's history, and so on. And so we come into this life with free will we can navigate life more unconsciously not really doing that subconscious reprogramming work not really changing where we just cycle and repeat these same patterns we have the same money karma as our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents who have experienced massive poverty we stay small and have this constant fear of being seen and being heard and we don't share our medicine because we don't feel safe that is programmed within us that we that it's not safe to share who we really are we come up against the same karma around making choices and trying to exert our free will but going into the same patterns and really just looping on endless tests around this theme so this is how most people are operating the human experience this is what most people are doing in the world they are unconsciously repeating these things these stories from the past what destiny is is connecting to the higher mind connecting to the part of you that knows how powerful you are connecting to the part of you that knows you carry infinite wisdom infinite magic infinite light knows where you come from has the records of your soul's history everything that your soul has experienced and knows exactly why you're here, what your purpose is, what your destiny is, what you're here to learn, expand into, create in the world. And the portal to move from fate to destiny really lives in the mind. It lives in consciousness. When we are unconscious, we are in fate. When we are connecting to our higher conscious, our superconscious, we are able to move into destiny. And one of the most powerful ways to do this is through hypnosis, which is what I'm doing with my work now. It's something that I've practiced for a really long time that has made it really easy for me to remember, to just have remembrances of what my destiny is, to have this strong connection to soul that allows me to remember. Our minds are unbelievably powerful tools when we learn how to control our mind and I don't mean control in a limiting conquering kind of way I mean control as in wield our power to be able to give our minds the proper structure that we can awaken to higher consciousness and access this place of memory within the mind and access to memory is actually comes from the same place in the mind that imagination comes from. That's why memory and imagination are so closely connected and sometimes we can confuse the two, where maybe we have a vision and we think, oh, we're just imagining that, or, you know, that's not real. Or we have a dream that we travel to another planet, another galaxy, and we think we're just imagining it, we're just creating it with our mind. And Something that I find so beautiful is that imagination and memory are really the same thing. When we are imagining something, we are really just remembering it. And this is why when we have like a vision of what we want to create, it's so powerful because what we are doing, we're just tapping into the quantum where that thing that we're wanting to create already exists so do you see how there's not really a separation there and as a mystic as a seer this part of my mind is really active but the lower part of the mind the subconscious the shadow where the limiting beliefs live if we don't learn how to work with that part of our mind we will have a massive gap between the things that we see imagine know witness with that higher part of the mind with the imagination with, with the memory which is expansive and infinite and then our actual beliefs that we have this belief that we will always be in poverty and it doesn't matter if your conscious mind you know reads all the spirituality books and it's like well actually you know the earth is abundant and every there's enough money for everyone but just because we read something doesn't mean that it's necessarily making an impact on our subconscious mind and that's how you know we live in a culture with a lot of people who are spiritual teachers and spiritual seekers who are really just regurgitating things that they read and are not actually connected to the higher mind they're just modeling a set of teachings that they've learned and that's okay because that is really how the spiritual path begins we learn a piece of information the information gives us a wild perspective shift we have a little awakening of Ooh, I actually think there's more to this experience of life. And so that's a conscious awakening. And the next step is to start to do the subconscious work, to start to look at what are the limiting beliefs and patterns, imprints, things from the past that are determining the fate that I am living out in this experience of life. That's when we really start to look at our fears our limitations our blocks and this is really powerful work because when we can free this stuck energy living within us we create a lot more space to access more of us to access our higher mind to access our potential to access more of our soul's light our true frequency and this is the sticky work you know this is not necessarily easy a lot of emotions come with this process of looking at things that we haven't looked at and this is really powerful because this is the work that the generations before us did not have the tools and awareness to do we are living at a time now where there are so many tools so many pathways to connection to soul you know so many practitioners doing soul work there's a person for everyone. There's a teacher out there for every single person. The problem is not that many people are actually looking or have the determination and devotion to actually grow. A lot of people are staying stuck in the space of victimization where they don't believe anything else is possible. They just think that this is how life is and this is what we have to do. Cycling in these patterns of suffering, of pain, of dis ease, not realizing that they have all the power and free will to actively reweave their life and evolve from that place of fate, not in conscious collaboration with life, and move into destiny as co weaver, co creator, truly in your power and your sovereignty to create what your soul came here to create. And then the next level of doing this work of remembering your way home, once you've created this space, once you've you've cleared out these limitations, these things keeping you from seeing what is truly possible, from accessing that higher mind, accessing your, your memory, your, your imagination, your mysticism, your gifts, your channel. When you free energy in this way, you can access your higher mind you can access memory soul memory and this can be past lives it can be parallel lives it can be more deeply understanding ancestral patterns and karmas receiving direct teachings around these things that you are repeating it can be understanding your unique soul song and frequency and essence that you're meant to bring to the planet your purpose your destiny infinite potentials that you can perceive and then choose which potential you want to weave into because that's the thing to understand too is fate is a limitation whereas destiny is infinite and how i consciously work with destiny is i receive a lot of future potential visions where a vision will just drop in as something in the future that is being presented to me to claim. And if I like it, if it feels really good, if it feels expansive, it feels, you know, I have my unique way of understanding truth in my body, how it feels, the sensations that come. If I have a positive, expansive reaction to the future potential that I'm seeing, I will claim it. I'll say yes and I'll start actively reweaving to align with that destiny. But sometimes I receive future projections and they actually don't feel expansive. <laughs> sometimes it's it's a reflection of what I'm working through right now or something in the future that is going to help me reweave. And this is where will and discernment comes in because if I'm truly tuned into myself, I'll be able to claim from a place of true will where I can say yes or no, you know, claim it or not. But sometimes, because I am a really perceptive person, I can receive future projections that are connected to webs of other people that may involve me but might not be expansive to my soul destiny. Maybe it's my part in another person's destiny path, or maybe it's a karmic thing, it's two people coming together to work something out and being shown a lesson that I'm needing to master. And again, since we are souls on a planet living this human experience and have free will, I still get to choose. Do I wanna do this? Do I not wanna do this? Do I wanna claim this vision that's coming forth or do I want to let it go? And when I'm in my power, I can discern with very sharp clarity When I'm not in my power, when I'm giving my power away in some way, maybe my boundaries aren't super clear, maybe my plate is full, I'm not really in the space to make a decision, but that choice is still on me. I have authority, I have free will, I am consciously creating my life. But this is where memory comes in as such a powerful tool to work with because even when we are choosing things that maybe are not quite in alignment with our higher destiny, we can remember what is the karma here? What is is the thread? What am I working out? What am I learning? What is my relationship with this person from the past? We have this power to access soul memory. And I'll share an example about this in connection to my marriage. So... Almost exactly two months before I got proposed to, I had a past life memory. And this specific memory came through working with a regressionist, but having past life memories is something that has just come really natural for me since around the time that I started waking up to my gifts after my grandmother passed away when I was 18. And this specific regression that I had I saw myself standing on these gorgeous cliffs in what I could recognize with my memory and awareness as Scotland. And many of you know I'm going to Scotland next month, but I've never been there before in this lifetime. But I was remembering it as Scotland, which is also where my father line comes from. I was born with a Scottish last name that I've never used publicly before because my name was changed against my will when I was younger so no one knows that I have this birth last name that I was born with so I'm standing on these cliffs in the memory and all I see around me is a small house a small barn and then land for as far as I can see the sea from as far as I can see no one else is around there's a big fence around the property and the property is quite large. The fence is quite far away and I can't find the door, the gate to exit this fence. I just see this wooden fence around the property. So I decide I'm going to try to scale it. I'm going to try to jump over it. It's quite high. And in doing this, I gash my arm open. And this is really significant because how I, perceive wounding when I'm working with other spirits when I'm working with other people's souls and memory in this way I will see wounds on the body and that will tell me because you know I'm working with the body so deeply as a as a ceremonial tattooist body divination is a big part of my work and so when I'm working in spirit realm I perceive in the same way too where I'll see different wounds on the body and it will give me more information about the specific wounding and stories and threads that are being carried and imprinted from that time. And when I see this particular wound of a gash on the arm in this way, in the arm that I saw it on, it represents a wound of feminine sacrifice, a wound of the heart of not being able to access desire, of not being able to be free to follow the heart. So I get hurt there's a man that I'm living with, he comes and he bandages me up, he gets me, you know, something to put on the wound, to dress it, and I'm just feeling completely defeated because I tried to escape and I couldn't. And what's really interesting is I immediately recognized this man in this other lifetime that I was exploring as, as the person she was about to propose to me, my ex-husband. And I understood that in this lifetime, he was also my husband, but I felt no connection to him. Almost like it was an arranged marriage, or maybe we were even family members. I don't know, we had to get married, but there was definitely like no romantic connection, no like deep love. Almost just like we had to get married, like it was a transactional thing. So he bandages me up, and then I go back to where I spend my time, which is in the barn with the animals, and he goes into the house where he spends his time, and he's there sitting at a table with all this paperwork and all these bills in front of him, and he's extremely stressed and in a space of a lot of scarcity. And lack And scarcity is something that was imprinted in my ex-husband so deeply that it really affected our relationship, and it made me not really want to be around him very much. All the things that you don't really want to experience when you're going to marry someone. So, I go through the lifetime, and I pretty much spend every single day as the same. I'm completely alone, I can't see another human, there's this fence that's blocking out, you know, anything outside the property, other than on the cliff side. like I could, you know, try to jump in the ocean and swim somewhere but I understood that as a death sentence and completely dangerous so I didn't didn't do that but what's really interesting is years later I had another soul memory with this land where I did actually jump off the cliff which that's a, a different story but just to kind of show the soul progression there but I ended up dying alone in the barn with my cows of old age didn't do anything with my life it was a life of complete sacrifice no pleasure no desire no freedom nothing fast forward to two months later in my current incarnation i get proposed to a few months later we move to these lands that are kind of similar to the lands in scotland you know, misty cliffs with this gray, roaring sea. And the first house that we lived in actually looked a lot like the house in the memory that I had. And there was a big fence all the way around the property. I think the property was around two acres. It wasn't nearly as big as in the Scotland memory, but there was a big fence around it, the same exact fence, a wooden fence, just like I saw in the memory. And when we moved there, and then we got married, and we got married on the cliffs. And another interesting side note is we were sitting there in ceremony on the cliffs, you know, getting married. I closed my eyes, and I saw all of these ancestors connected to that karmic thread that we were stepping immediately back into. I stepped into a space of feeling complete sacrifice zero percent freedom zero percent desire pleasure and he stepped into a space of being overcome with anxiety around money and we really lived out that same experience i would often just go off by myself be with the nature spirits be with the land and he would stay really stressed about and come and work and just work constantly And so this is a a karmic fate that I was repeating. And in order for me to step from fate to destiny, I needed to choose to leave that dynamic to say, this isn't what I want. I want a life of freedom. I want desire. I want pleasure. I want to be with a partner that I feel deeply seen by, that I feel attraction to, that I feel connected to in this really deep, beautiful way. That doesn't feel like it's a sacrifice to me. And another good example of this, in that same past life regression that I was exploring, I had a memory of me as a man in medieval France, is what I was feeling, and I was a writer. And I would write these stories, these medicine stories, connected to the elementals. And in the scene that I was in, I was sitting at my desk writing, and I had all these different elemental beings talking to me, and I was just channeling and channeling, and my quill was moving so fast because there were all these different beings talking at once, and I was trying to get it all down, and I felt this sense of urgency of like, this medicine has to go out into the world, people need to remember, people need to remember. And so I finished, I wrapped it all up in a scroll, and I went to the town to meet with publishers to meet with someone who could help me get the writing out into the world. And so I'm sitting there as this male kind of quirky mystic who the town kind of saw as this clown who's like really sort of out there and weird, spends a lot of time like by himself studying and talking to beings that no one else can see. And all of these men with money and power in the realm of publishing just started laughing at me and talking to me in this really condescending way and i won't go into details but a lot of this really was my experience in publishing and what's really wild is i also signed with my publisher the same month that i got proposed to so it was interesting that i had these two memories one after another and then i went into contracted agreements with two separate entities in the same month as well. We always will remember what we need to remember when we need to remember it. And I do think that had I done the subconscious rewiring before I had those memories, I would have been able to see how clearly I was stepping back into these roles and and these timelines i had already lived and chosen something different but also i evolved and grew so much through those experiences and they helped me bridge the gap and it was these experiences that helped me unravel the fate in order to step into destiny and claiming this next book that I've been writing, choosing to go a different route, whether I'm going to self-publish or align with a different publisher. I'm not sure how that's going to unravel just yet, but I know that me choosing my freedom and choosing my voice is the medicine that I was being shown. So remembering the past in this way has been a big part of my journey since I stepped onto my path, sharing my work, doing psychic work in the world. It's always been something that's come quite naturally to me. I've only actually had one formal past life regression, that I've regressed myself. I've had spontaneous memories. I think I've shared this before, but my modality of soul tattoos was something that I remembered. I just remembered it. I picked up a needle. I had a memory. And almost every time that I sat with a client in those beginning stages of offering this work, I would have a memory of me doing the work in another lifetime. And I would receive downloads and imprints from those lifetimes come through me. And it was almost like I merged with that other timeline where my hands became their hands. And that's where I I birthed this modality and I learned how to how to do it. I just remembered it. And I've said this for years, but if you are drawn to ceremonial tattooing, whether it's as a receiver, as a facilitator of the medicine, it is very, very, very highly likely your soul is just remembering. Because no matter where we lived in the world, where our ancestors came from since the dawn of humanity, tattooing as medicine has been a modality that has been revered in the culture, as a tool for ascension. And so what we really did with School of the Sacred Arts is we created a portal for other facilitators to remember their own medicine with this work. And that's what I do with my apprenticeship when I'm teaching people this work is I'm creating a portal for them to remember and unlock what is already within them around this work. Because like I said, if you're drawn to it, it's because you've done it before. And we can apply that to everything in our life. If we are feeling drawn to a place, it's probably because we've been there before. Our soul wants to remember something from that land. Maybe there's a past life karma that we're needing to to master, to clear, and going to that land is going to help us to reweave. We meet someone, and we feel like we've met them before. It's because we have. Maybe there's a karma that we're needing to clear. Maybe there's something we need to help each other with. Maybe we just need to provide a little lightness and a little joy in that moment with someone. And I think it's really easy to feel the difference. When I've worked with a client before in another lifetime, I know as soon as I meet them, you know, there's a resonance that you feel when, you, when you've met someone before, when you know someone on a soul level or you just meet someone for the first time and you feel like they look really familiar and you don't know why you just you can just sense it but i think consciously working with memory is a really really powerful tool to step on the destiny path to step into our creative power as weavers of this life and that's what the destiny path offers us when we when we step onto this path of co-creation We are receiving future potentials, we're consciously choosing what we want in alignment with our soul's desires and our purpose, and when we claim expansion, when we claim these potentials that are being presented from this place of divine desire, it just becomes so much easier to hear our soul, it becomes so much easier to align with our own spiritual authority to access our power, and our potential, and our magic. And we really are infinite. This isn't something that I just say because it sounds cool. We really are infinite. You can create anything. But you have to get out of your own way, clear what is in your subconscious that is keeping you stuck and small, and in a space of fear, and remember and access that higher mind to be able to see with clarity what you are actively weaving, what you are choosing, and then also see with clarity your potential and claim it. And so one of the easiest ways to access your higher mind and remember unlock soul memory is through hypnosis. And this month I'm launching a online offering, a course that is a journey through remembering called Remembering Your Way Home that will be guiding you through different soul regressions using quantum healing hypnosis, which is a technique that I have trained in to help you access this portal of memory within you, to be able to move between the layers of the mind, the lower mind, the conscious mind, the higher mind, so that you can access your soul's history and be able to create from this place. And this is something that I believe anyone can do. For some people, it may come more naturally, people who have exercised their intuitive gifts, their ability to be a bridge and move between realms, maybe it's easier, but even the most left-brained, non-intuitive person can do this work. And this is why I think it's so powerful is you don't necessarily have to be a psychic to have a past life memory, The only thing that is needed is just to turn off the mind. (laughs) And hypnosis really allows us this. It allows us to explore the power of consciousness without getting limited by limiting beliefs, by our thoughts, by our judgments, by our fears, by our anxieties, anything that is not allowing us to access higher potentials. And most of these limitations are things that are so deeply ingrained in us. They've been ways that we've been trained and conditioned to think, to believe, to operate in the world that we don't even know how deeply they are limiting us until we remember, until we have something that comes in and expands our consciousness. And again, this could be something that you read It could be another person whose light expands you. It could be a journey to a soul place. You know, there's so many things that are sprinkled along our path that help us to remember, that help to awaken us. But hypnosis to me is a very quick, direct, powerful pathway to this without needing to necessarily leave your bed (laughs) and leave your couch. And so I want to share a little bit about the journey of remembering your way home and how we will be using hypnosis to awaken, unlock, connect us back to our soul's essence, to our history, to our memory, to our magic, and our potential as souls living a human experience. Foundationally, as we get into the course, we're going to really focus on self-resourcing and connecting and attuning to your light daily. This is really important because as we go on this journey of awakening, any awakening journey, staying connected to you in this physical reality and your body is the most important thing. Also, as we awaken and unlock things from the past and from our histories, we can have things surface in the body. This could be like an ascension sickness. It could be, you know... I mean, the kind of quantum healing hypnosis technique that I've trained in is so insane because in the training, we actually were shown like birthmarks appearing and disappearing and pain in the body appearing and disappearing, you know, from past life experiences. It's truly just insanely magical when you connect to this higher part of your consciousness, the kind of healing that can be facilitated just through yourself you know I'm guiding the experience and of course in a one-on-one session we can go a lot deeper but it's so profound the kind of work that you can do so you know we need to make sure as a baseline you're able to center in your power and be able to attune to your frequency every single day and then also know how to resource yourself as you go through this healing journey we're going to be spending a lot of time working with the past working with your lineage. And I think a lot of really sensitive, mystical, magical souls feel this disconnect of belonging because they're disconnected from their family. You know, they're the black sheep. Myself and many of my friends don't have relationships with our family, at least not a close one, because we came into lineages to completely... Pattern change and birth new lineages. So there's a strong polarity between us, our consciousness, and the consciousness of our family unit. And our souls choose this. I actually think that this is a reflection of an advanced soul because if you come in with a ton of really intense karma and you're on this kind of path of remembering and growing and soul evolution, your soul knows what it's doing. You have the power to clean up a lot in this lifetime. But that doesn't necessarily take away the feelings of abandonment, the feelings of hurt, the feelings of unbelonging, of disconnect that we may experience from feeling so separate from our family of origin. So we will be doing hypnosis to connect to our soul family. And these are the guides, the guardians, the beings in spirit who are our true family who are guiding us. And this could also be, you know, souls that are incarnate in this life now who are working with you, who are a part of your true soul family. We'll also be doing a hypnosis to connect to your soul's home. Because again, a lot of really sensitive, mystical, magical people don't necessarily feel a connection of home on earth. And this truly just comes down to a frequency thing, because Earth is just really, really dense right now. I know that I've lived so many lifetimes on Earth. I think my soul loves Earth. I do really well with the material and with the Earth, but I still experience homesickness. And for so much of my journey, I've felt this feeling of unbelonging to any particular place. And when I connected to my soul home, it really helped me understand why I'm here on earth and how I can still stay tethered to that home in connection to the place that feels really safe for me and also how to travel there, how to how to access this feeling of home and this connection to the frequency that matches my soul because my soul home you know the first time that I journeyed there I was able to recognize the frequency of that place as a perfect match for the frequency of my soul that it feels a little bit harder (laughs) here to to connect to the frequency of my soul because earth is so different I'll also be guiding you in past life regression and this is so powerful because whatever life you experience and you'll be able to do this again and again and again to access as many past lives as your soul wants you to remember but whatever lifetime you explore and you travel to is going to have like a magic potion for you to carry back into your current life there's going to be some sort of parallel a lesson something for you to integrate that is going to be extremely helpful for your path now and because we're doing a lot of memory work and it's very heady, there will be integration practices with everything because none of it matters if we're not actually integrating. You can be connected to your star family and your soul's home and you know have all these like profound memories and connections to galactic beings and spirits and everything. But if you're not here on Earth integrating your purpose... You're just wasting the human experience and completely wasting away the body. If you are ignoring your body and your embodiment and all of this work, not actually taking action towards change, you are just sitting on a gold mine of unrealized potential. The core of this remembering journey though, this, this connecting back to the essence of home, we're going to be working a lot with the mother wound because the mother wound is our separation from love it's our separation from source and yes we see this reflected in actual mother wounds that we are experiencing with our mothers with other women you know that we experience on earth that are reflected to us constantly but it's so much deeper than that it really is this severing from your true home and severing from the love that you come from this is a shared experience and shared lesson that every soul must master the mother wound is directly connected to you coming into your creative power and in your light when you are this expansive soul and you are you know you're you're going to come to earth you're feeling ready you have your soul's contract your blueprint your mission your purpose you chose the body you want to be the vehicle for your entering into this world you know you chose your mother your your family unit the avatar that you're choosing when your soul lands in the womb of your mother which isn't on conception every soul chooses to anchor at a different time on the gestation journey there's different schools of thoughts around this i think that it's unique to each soul but I think most commonly, it's probably like halfway through the gestation period, the soul enters the fetus. You're still pretty tethered to your soul and source at this moment. I think actually all through early childhood, you're you're pretty connected, and you're you're still connected to your purity and your innocence. But you experience your first imprint of separation of the mother wound when you are very violently ejected from this warm nurturing womb space and enter the world and birth is so traumatic for a soul especially in the westernization of birth a lot of births have unnecessary intervention that can be quite traumatic for the, the fetus so immediately upon entering you experience pain you experience separation you experience Severing, and this is really a result of patriarchal culture. I don't know that birth was always this traumatic for souls, and I think the culture of birth is also changing. There's a lot more free birthing, there's a lot more, you know, doulas and midwives and birth workers stepping into a more conscious space of, of, of birthing in our modern culture. But this is when the mother wound begins. The mother wound begins before you even have a memory of this current lifetime. And then as you grow, the mother wound just gets reinforced and reinforced and reinforced when you are rejected, when you are abandoned, when you are denied, when you experience trauma, when you experience a feeling of not being enough, when you experience unbelonging, feelings of not being loved in your family, and in, in the world, in your school, whatever it is, when you have these reflections of separation. And though most of us carry childhood trauma, I think this separation moon just gets worse and worse as we grow until we step onto a spiritual path and start healing because everything is built upon this. Every ad we see, every TV show, every everything in our culture screams separation. And so it's reinforced every single day with content that we are consuming with the, you know, growing up in family units where there's gossiping or, you know, war against other people, conflict, all of this, we, we see separation constantly. So to remember our way home is to really heal the mother wound. And I think we start this by reweaving our birth story and connecting back to why our souls chose to be here. Connecting back to that choice of our incarnation and also reclaiming the divine child, reclaiming that purity and that innocence and that light and that joy that we all were born with before it was diminished by modern times. And so we're going to be doing a hypnosis journey where we're going back through the birth process to change that story of separation, to change the birth story, and actually just reweave that. And that is such a powerful part of this work because it actually works. When you are accessing these deep, deep, deep levels of trance where your conscious mind, the mind that you know as you with your limitations and controls and judgments, when that part of your mind is turned off, and you're allowing your soul to guide you, you can heal anything. And it is so powerful. When I started getting into this work of reweaving my birth story, which was maybe four years ago now that I started doing this in hypnosis, it was so profound because the reflections of my relationship with my mother started completely changing, just as a result of changing the pattern on this really deep level. The deeply-seated resentment and anger that I had towards her just started to dissolve from my subconscious awareness. I just came into this space of neutrality. I also started to understand how my creation process with anything that I create in life, mirrors my process of birth. You know, how we come into this world, how we are birthed into this reality is how we birth anything. You'll see these patterns if you were to ask your your mother, your father, someone in your family what your birth was like, you'll see patterns of how you respond to change and create reflected in that. So an example of this for me in this you know, through more remembering work that I've done, I've understood this pattern is not just connected to my birth story. It's actually connected to many lifetimes, but it was repeated in my story of birth. And that pattern is feeling extremely, extremely rushed and choosing to come into this life as a Taurus, I think was really my soul saying, we got to, really work this out in this life we got to learn how to be slow and and not let the pressure of being rushed get to us and this is something that I've spent a lot of time and mastery around in this last season of life really changing this pattern but I asked my mother about my birth and she told me the whole story and she was extremely extremely impatient and wanted me to come out faster she was having her own fears and anxieties come out so she spent time doing all the things that they tell you in like the birth books and the wives tales around like walking and eating this and doing this to induce labor and she was doing all that very actively and eventually through that her water broke the thing was it wasn't even my due date yet due dates are just not even something that we really should be focusing too much on in the realms of birth but it wasn't even my due date yet she was quite impatient her water broke went to the hospital. She was having contractions, but labor wasn't progressing. And I understand through this re-weaving work that I wasn't ready. (laughs) It wasn't my time. I had a specific timeline in mind. So the doctor comes in and it's been, you know, a certain amount of time because after the water breaks, the baby has to come out, you know, in a certain amount of time before it could potentially be dangerous. So the doctor comes in and tells my mom, you have 45 minutes to birth this baby, or we're going to have to do an emergency C-section. So my mom is sitting there talking to me in her womb, and when she was telling me this story, I actually started to have memories of it. But she's sitting there praying to me, saying, please come out now, get out. And she's being kind of forceful because my mom is double fire and quite intense. And she's asking me to come out, more like demanding me to come out. And I think she said it was maybe five minutes before the clock ran out and I emerged. But when she told me this story, I felt so much anger and frustration because something that I hate in this lifetime is being rushed. It's something that's always triggered me so intensely, but it's also something I always feel. And I really understood it as connection to my birth, but also connected to these other past life memories that I've had around this theme. And all of this really accumulated and came to a head this summer. So I did more reweaving around it. And I will say for the first time in my life, I don't feel rushed to do anything. I feel so slow. I feel very (laughs) Taurus. I feel very patient. I take my time. This is like a very new experience for me and it feels really really liberating and all of that's kind of an aside but just to share how powerful it is to rewrite our birth in this way because there are a lot of things that are imprinted in our birth that we don't realize that we are repeating in the way that we create and operate in the world and when i say create i don't just mean like creative projects which for me that really has translated whenever something new comes through my channel to create i feel this instant rush to create it. I often put things out very quickly and don't always let my offerings gestate to their full potential, and learning to let go of that has created a lot of freedom and a lot of ease for me, and it has allowed me to not only have more space for my divine child, but also just reclaim a lot of my creative energy. And this is just one way that the mother wound manifests. The mother wound can manifest as extreme self-criticism, as dysfunctional relationships, and a lot of separation in our life. It can be reflected in an inability to regulate your emotions or to self-soothe, it can be an inability to set boundaries, it can manifest as judgment and comparison, body shame, self-sabotaging, playing small, fear of abandonment. Love avoidance or codependency. Lack of trust is a really big one. Um, procrastination or an inability to prioritize the self or to make choices. Constant need for approval or validations to to take action or to feel worthy of life, especially in connection to your mother or other women, if you're needing validation from other women or your mother the most. And I think one of the biggest ones as beings here to create and to you know where these souls literally trying on these bodies and living this human experience and so we can really see a reflection of the mother wound in the roles that we're playing so if we are navigating life as the peacemaker as the doormat as the fixer the martyr the caretaker the overachiever the wounded child all these roles that we are consciously or unconsciously choosing that are keeping us in a place of separation and disconnect from our soul from our soul's true home from the mother the mother being the source of all creation the mother being source the universe our souls you know there's like tiers and levels of the mother but just in your current reality, the mother wound is going to keep you at war with your mother, it's going to create separation between you and other women, and probably manifest as a war with yourself, with your creative power, stifling of your creative power, a shaming of your body, holding on to shame, lots of sticky stuff that we just don't have to carry. We can choose to actively change. We can consciously choose to change these things, and. It's so powerful because in this work, we really get to witness how infinite and powerful we are and how profound and also quite simple healing can be, or at least for for me, it feels simple. And on this journey of remembering our way home, this is going to allow us to come home to soul and have more space to access our purpose. And so we'll also be doing a soul regression to receive your purpose or to be reminded of your purpose because you already received it before you came here but to remember to remember why you are here what it is that your your soul is learning you're creating your purposes the medicine that you're meant to share your unique frequency and light we're going to access that and And this alone is life-changing because when you attune to your soul frequency, when you come home to a soul in this way, even if it's just 20 minutes in a hypnosis, when you experience that, when you remember it, your life will never be the same. Unless, of course, you choose to ignore it and you just pretend like it never happened. But even then, things will start shifting because that's how it works when you when you access those higher parts of your mind you'll start to see reflections of that higher awareness be casted out in your life and this could be polarity I'm someone that experiences very strong polarity in my evolutionary journey when I integrate a new level of consciousness I'm almost always shown quite immediately the polarity of that consciousness where there's something I need to let go of I need to change I need to reweave whether it's a belief, a thought, a pattern, a relationship, you know, whatever it is. And this is why for the last two years I've been on this deep, deep purging and letting go journey because I've been doing this work on myself and there's so much in my life that just didn't match it. My marriage was not a match of my higher expression partnerships and relationships that i was in were being woven from a place of karmic fate not the destiny path that i'm here to seed. there were beliefs and patterns and ideas about myself and identities that i had to let go of and this is where the evolutionary work really happens and this is what it takes if you want to step into your power you have to be willing change you have to have the tenacity to create something different to say nope that's not aligned with what I know I'm here to create nope I, I know I'm worth more than that I want to experience more I want to I want something different for myself I want to experience something different in this lifetime I want to grow And so the first part of the remembering your way home journey the course will be doing a lot of that deeper regression work and then towards the end we're going to really be focusing on integration in this body in our current lifetime because it's necessary so we'll be working a lot with the earth and seeing nature as our mirror being able to recognize our essence and plants and different allies being able to recognize our soul's home and essence in different places in the world, different landscapes, and also restoring our creative essence, bringing back our mother juice, our vitality, our energy to create and to weave through connecting to those energetics of fertility that I often write about and share about because it matters. You actually won't have the capacity and energy to create change or to reach these higher levels of awareness and step onto your destiny path if you are not resourced in this foundational way and the essence that we need to be resourced by is our fertility and this is something i'm so passionate about teaching it comes from my own experience you know i had two miscarriages and through those experiences or when i channeled these energetics of fertility and really understood how I could not create what I desired if I was not being met on that foundational level, being resourced with these energetics of fertility. And these are things like joy, nourishment, pleasure. There are five of them. And at the time that I experienced my first miscarriage was when I chose to move in with my ex when we first started living together. We were together one night and I got pregnant. But that was a night that we created a contract of that same contract in that past life where I will give up my freedom to, to live here with you, essentially. And freedom is something that so deeply nourishes me. It's where I get the most pleasure out of life when I'm free to explore, to travel. And there were a lot of things in our relationship that really limited this for me. He didn't like when I traveled. He didn't like if I made more money than him. Like, there were these very specific things that, you know, were coming from this unconscious wound place, but really took me out of that fertile energy juice of being able to resource the life that I want to create. So, we're going to be getting deep into that because that is foundational, you know, with all of this awareness, with all these memories and these things that we are unlocking. And we're not only unlocking these memories and hypnosis but just by accessing this part of your mind you're going to be awakening your psychic gifts you're going to be widening your channel because this is the part of the mind that we're working with so that's just a side effect and through that you'll hopefully have a lot clearer discernment and understanding and knowing of your own power so once we do all of this resourcing work coming back into our fertility and our juiciness and our pleasure and reclaiming our life force to actually create a new life for ourselves and claiming belonging our purpose why we were born taking up space we're going to do some future casting which i'm really excited about for you to just tap into that expanded potential of what is possible for you in this lifetime now with all the things that you learned and you, you know What is possible and do you want to claim it? So this course is really, really deep, but this is how I operate. This is really only a taste of what I'm facilitating in my one-on-one work, which would be the next level. If you want to expand more and you want to have this container and want to have more physical support and a guide to walk you through it, I'm available. I have my Weaving Your Web sessions. Soul tattoo ceremonies are now coming with regressions. So we can travel together and receive your marking from past life, from your soul's home, from your true essence, from your light. And then I have soul coronation, which is my truly mastery level deep dive three month container of doing this work together in this really deep way. Because you can go a lot deeper when you have a facilitator. The times that I have done it with a facilitator, just having that safe space and container, I have been able to do such deep work. In the first time that I ever had a formal past life regression with a practitioner, my soul was so ready for this work and this remembering process already came quite natural for me. And I accessed something like 10 lives, which is actually nuts because now that I'm facilitating this work and I'm doing past life regressions, it's crazy if we even get past two in a three hour session. But I was having this like Rolodex experience of like this life, this life, this life, sometimes seeing them like two movies playing at once. I did not even know my mind could do this. I was going into different lifetimes and healing them, providing healings for different entities that my soul was inhabiting. I was going to parallel timelines. It was such a profound journey that really changed my life. But. More so it just gave me such a clear map of my karma and I started going so much deeper and healing in a more accelerated level. And now I just go back into that remembering process when there's something sticky in my life that I'm needing to reweave or there's like a a karmic relationship I'm having with a certain person I wanna know more about it. Or maybe there's something that I'm sensing that I can't quite, you know, I haven't received it or remembered it. You know, I'll just create space to receive the memory but it often is also quite spontaneous for me. So I'm just really excited to share this body of work with you. I feel like I've been training for this my entire life and also lifetimes. I think that my soul has come to earth so many times to really study the human experience and the way that we operate. Because a lot of the past life memories I've had will be like an entire life of studying the brain or like an entire life of studying death or entire life of like studying the way the bones operate it feels like i've gathered a lot of knowledge and understanding of humanity so hopefully i can be a bridge in the best way that my soul can be a bridge to help people remember to help people access their souls histories and why they are here and hopefully also initiate them into purpose and claiming their medicine and their magic because i don't know about you but i am so ready for the world to change i am so ready for there to be less density less violence less war less fear less control less division poverty hunger all of these things and all of it comes back coming home, coming home to soul, coming home to love, coming home to a place where there is no separation, there is no division, there is no polarity other than mystery and knowing. So the soft launch of Remembering Your Way Home is September 15th and this is going to be early access. You'll get access to the first module which is introduction module it will give you time to start attuning to your center and your power you'll also save 120 dollars off the course if you sign up between the 15th and the 22nd and then the 22nd is when the official launch for the course is the price will go up and the price is only going up to 380 and there's a payment plan option this work is really worth so much more than that if you go get a session with a past life regressionist Average past life regression session is $500. This is getting you so many different hypnosis journeys. It isn't one-on-one, but if a one-on-one session isn't accessible for you right now, this is a really powerful place to start. So including the launch period and then the official launch, doors will be open until October 3rd-ish, around that time because that is when I leave to go to the UK and so I'm wrapping things up. I want to get you onboarded and ready to begin this journey and then as I'm traveling I'll be available for questions and comments and support within the course container. And if you're someone that finds it really hard to do a self-paced course to have that level of self-responsibility and accountability to, to do work online like this, I totally Get it? I also really struggle with that and this is why it's so important to have a really clear intention and a why. Because if your why is something that you really desire, you're going to do the work. You're going to do what it takes. Come back to your why. And if you're feeling called to this journey with me, maybe spend some time thinking about that now. What is your why? What do you want to reweave? What karma are you looping on and looping on? Is it not being able to make money with your work. Is it repeating relationship patterns of people who don't value you? Is it this fear of sharing your voice in the world? What is the karma that you're wanting to clear? And what is the destiny that you know, that you see, that you sense, the desire that you have, that you want to claim? Plant that seed now. Just Plant that intention and see what comes up around you. If you have the signs, the messages, the reflections showing you that it is time to reweave. And this course is such a deep resource for radical transformation in this way. I promise you, this is unlike any course that you've seen online. It is going to allow you to truly step into the portal of remembering and access the So much more of you, so much more of your potential, your soul, your light, your magic, what you are here to create. And it would be my honor to guide you on that journey. So be sure to sign up for my newsletter. That's where I'll be sharing the pre-launch information. So you can get in early with the pre-launch price before it goes up. If you're interested, highly recommend that because it's going to be such a steal And that will only be available for a week and then the price goes up. I'll put all the links in the show notes and I just cannot wait to share this with you and to guide you on this journey of remembering your way home. Thank you for listening to these sacred weavings. I hope they may inspire and empower you to weave the web of your life. You can find more of my work at ashleyriver.co or on Instagram at IamAshleyRiver. The intro and outro music for this podcast is called Dim Light, a song from my friend Haley off of her album Bottom of the Sky, which you can find on Spotify. Definitely give her music a listen. It is so beautiful. Please also consider subscribing, rating, and leaving a review to this podcast and sharing it with anyone you feel may resonate with the wisdom here. For the more threads we have consciously weaving, the more change we can reweave throughout this world together.